Welcome to Bad Patient. I'm Robin Donovan. I'm Laura Murphy. You're not going to have any kind of pause for future self? You're just like starting right off? Yeah, because I can, I don't need, I don't need to line them up when we're right here together. It's only one track. Holy shit, we're together! We're in the same place! At the same time! It's awesome. On purpose! On purpose. <laughs> yes, we, we don't, neither of us brought a microphone though, so. You're welcome. Yep. You're welcome, America. And other places. Yeah. But mostly America. Mostly America, but then occasionally... Slave to all nations, but mostly America. Occasionally nations where we didn't know we had friends, but we do. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> this is your debt-lagged edition, live from Blue Ash, Ohio. Hello. And this week's words are cancer, deep mind, binge, drinking, and tickle. And this... Tickle, this... tickle, tickle. <laughs> Uh-oh. Shh. Lars, stop. <laughs> oh, no. Text us. Uh, can I just, like, turn this off, or then is it not going to record? I think uh, it'll still record. Can you still hear us? Can we still hear us? Yes, Yes, okay. <laughs> five seconds of silence. We don't need five seconds of silence. You have to edit this part out. Oh. <laughs> In this week's episode, you'll learn why nobody deserves cancer. Uh, how Google's DeepMind says AI can teach us to, uh, to spot diseases. How binge drinking is happening more often in, get this, older adults. Nice. And how tickle therapy could slow aging. Tickle, 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 tickle. All right, Laura. So this first article comes from Yahoo.com. And nobody deserves cancer. There's a lung cancer stigma. And it's making people sick. The stigma's making them sick? Yes. Oh, Learning you can have cancer is one of the most overwhelming things that can happen to you. But lung cancer is especially difficult because a lot of people will immediately follow up with the question, Did you smoke? smoke? Um, And so it makes people very reluctant and shame because they don't want to know. So, just because you have cancer, but also, more importantly, just because you didn't smoke doesn't mean that you can't get lung cancer. Anybody can get lung cancer. And that's what's making people sick. So people think that they can't get lung cancer because... And then they're not worried about it. Right. Oh. It's like men don't know that they can get breast cancer, but they can. Absolutely. Men have breasts. Everybody's got boobies. <laughs> Save them tachas. Um, so it also can make people feel like they're more isolated and that they, um, and that they have... They can also internalize that their bad behavior in the past or like more recently bad behavior... Cause them to get sick, and so um, it can be very painful and harmful. Mm. Um, yeah. And why are we so judgmental about smoking? Right. I mean, we just ate pizza and I- True. Dodge that bullet. We're good. Oh, that episode never existed. Uh, yes, we apologize for some recent uh, blips in coverage. We've been living our best lives. Yeah, absolutely. And having basically <laughs> is our best life. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, this person says, for quitting. And did you know that smoking is, like, nicotine is more addictive than, like, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. It's mostly sure. How addictive is nicotine? So, yeah. So, it's just looking at the stigmatism of it all. Because we, we are judgmental, skewed, we'll feel bad. Okay. So, here's something from the New York Times. Well, it's from 19. 19- it says, nicotine harder to kick than heroin. And it says, scientists have found that nicotine is as addictive as heroin, cocaine. That's uh, a little, little out of date. Oh, newer research, super difficult to deal with. But I actually know someone who.
who has done an Ironman since quitting smoking, and she was a pack-a-day smoker for asking the question, did you smoke? Yes. So how? So it makes people sick because they don't seek out a shame of their mm. cancer. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where we're afraid of it, and it's like sexual happen to us. Or we want to think, it couldn't happen to me because I didn't smoke cigarettes, wear a short skirt, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Not cool. All right, what's our next story? Our next story comes from CNBC, and it's Google's DeepMind says the AI tech spot acute kidney disease 48 hours before Dr. Nine, which is a health and artificial intelligence group, and it's unveiling its biggest breakthrough in healthcare yet. It's 48 hours before many symptoms can be recognized by doctors. In a, a paper published acute kidney injuries that would end up requiring dialysis, the work was the result of a problem. So it's very exciting because 2 million... People die every year across the globe. Disney injury. Cute Disney injury. Mickey Mouse is, I'll kill you. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, the reason why so many people die is it involves a sudden episode of kidney failure or damage. So, um, in 2014, Google acquired DeepMind, top industry experts. So, this is really exciting. And then this article goes in to mention uh, additional, having additional um, access to like our health records. It, they're not the not the usage of our our data, um, making sure that it is um, used properly. But in the future, maybe AI will diagnose you and not a doctor because they'll be able to see like other people or future research using AI to spot spot things. I agree. Kidney failure is not okay subjective but of liver failure is super uncomfortable so dying of liver failure is like you feel itchy from the inside out mm -hmm. and then like the little angel of death visits you which is obviously going to be mickey mouse obviously and then you're just like Gee. okay that's the situation i mean personally just spitballing here i would choose to die of old age failure or like old age some, all right <laughs> i'd rather die of disney just so many animals now that can sniff out cancer cancer because mm -hmm. they they can do that it's like early Different companies are working to be, like, carbon neutral with their, like, entire uh, food is through satellite imagery to to say, like, these are where my farms are, the um, rainforest areas where, like, yeah. it's super prevalent. And so using this, all of this de deforestation happened within the confines of this um, farm versus, like, across multiple farms because it was a fire, you know, kind of thing. Uh, okay. So using that. To like track that and help mm -hmm. people meet their goals of being whatever, whatever by 2020, you yeah, know, carbon neutral. Well, and Google's so tricky because they have great data, but then they seem to be uh, ask for forgiveness rather than permission group. Yeah. But I've heard that they can predict flu, the spread of the flu better than the CDC now because they they can track who's searching flu symptoms, who's Googling flu symptoms, and they can tell because mm -hmm. people tend to like do that first and then they go to the doctor and then their Google's getting the data in real time. Yeah. That Whereas makes sense. like some kind of governmental agency has to like wait and pull it all together. And then they're like, Hey, there's flu in Atlanta. Like everyone already knows. So yeah. Great. What's our next story? Our next story comes from since drinking among older Americans is on the rise. New study finds. This is a very timely article because I am about to go and spend a week who I will, I don't know. I don't want to sit there older, but I want to say they may fit into the age range described in this story. So a new uh, binge drinker, 65 and older, um, uh, 
they're more likely to be men. They're also more likely to use tobacco or cannabis at a time for men and four or more drinks at a time for women. One in ten men over 65 seems problematic. So, uh, the one of the findings, up to 50% of nursing home residents have alcohol-related problems in general. Being older people, but like college age and teenagers, so this is like a real thing. Um, so a decade ago, it was 7 to 9%, but now it's 10.6, and the number is growing. thing to keep in mind is that drinking can impact... Oh... Right, and uh, especially with older people, are more likely to have is that um, it could like mess up your balance and like other yeah. things, so you're Wait. more likely to fall and stuff. Okay, noted that for the metabolism of a person 65 and older, drinking two to three beers has 20. Now, yeah. granted, 20 is significantly younger than us. Yes, they're exquisitely sensitive to it. Exquisitely. That was my favorite. Or quote. like, couldn't they have developed? So, okay, I feel like I keep telling people this and no one believes me, but they're saying, again, here, low-risk drink, which really, which really less than two for a guy means, like, one. Because mm-hmm. they used to say two for men. Um, so they recommended when you, if you need to talk to your older, not use the word alcoholic, and to wait until they're sober. I mean, okay. See if you have to address it. I mean, what? It's really weird. I feel like sometimes you get weird value statements at the end of these articles. This is a lot of, this is a lot of binge drinking. 10%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think five of them 10, are going to binge drink. 10. Uh, they're not all over 65. But so by the number, throw down five drinks. At one time. All right. I'll see what I can do. I don't know well, what at one time. Getting like 12 <laughs> ounces of beer is one drink. So like the pint, like a pint of beer yes. is... More that was a binge drinking situation. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, does the math work out on that? Twenty one. Yeah, that's yep. five. Yep. All right. Be it known. The thing is people are like, oh, I just <laughs> I just people are like, oh, I just had three drinks. No. No. I just had a fifth of whiskey. That's one drink. Yeah, right, right, right. Plus now some of that like, again. Yeah. Next thing you're gonna be like a thimble full of a craft beer <laughs> is a drink. Fine. That's a drink. <laughs> just, <laughs> just so you know. You have too, oh, too many alcohol. All right, what's our last story? So our last story comes from Science Daily, Ooh. and it's tickle therapy can help slow aging research results. For two weeks led to both physiological and and well-being improvements, including therapy is called transcutaneous... Oh, transcutaneous. Vagus. That's what I thought it Sounds, said. Yeah, we're, <laughs> all right. Uh, it delivers a <laughs> signal to the body's nerve system through the vagus nerve. <laughs> the University of Leeds suggested that the therapy may slow down in a, and improve effect of aging. Like, that's not how you spell aging. Yeah. Typo. Um, <laughs> so, um, which become more prone as we get older, as well as high blood pressure, heart disease, and or heartbeat. It was uh, published in the journal Aging. Which is spelled correctly. Yeah, okay, so they... <laughs> no, no one wanted to do that. It also suggests that the tickle <laughs> therapy has a potential system. Oh, my God. My favorite quote in the article is, we believe these results are just the tip of the iceberg. Be said about any project, any study. Like, you know, I just like, we believe these results are just the tip of the iceberg. Nope, it's just the tip of the toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> Think of this. 
it's it's Science Daily, so it seems super official. Also, they here they gave a quote from a study participant. I was happy to be a participant in this really interesting. That's terrible too. It was a fascinating project, and I was proud to be a part of it. You could say that. I really feel that way when I chew through a toothpick. Just saying. <laughs> so I feel like it excludes part of it. No, I was happy to be a participant in this really interesting study. That's terrible. This is like not acceptable even for like an entry level writer. All right. So story source materials provide. Oh, but materials provided by University of Leeds. All right. See, this is like this is like. Oh, this isn't even news. See, it's the science news from research news outlets are just publishing them, and people, you, me, like don't realize that it's not really a news story. Like they're just lightly editing. I wondered why the quotes were so bad. Okay, Stir is not is not someone who has the audience in mind. They're trying to like make someone happy who like did the research. Because like, do you see how they're terrible? Yes. Like you don't want to be like it was great participants thought of the study. Like that has no bearing on anything. Like their opinion is worthless. Like boring study. Well, it could be a really boring study that is like earth shattering research. Yes. How anything at the top? Mm-hmm. This is like little tiny italic font from research organization. You picked it? No, absolutely not. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Tickle therapy. God. And this is so pathetic. Like, now they have a citation for Science Daily. Like, you can cite this author at least, but like, Jesus. I mean, we're, we believe that, like, you could just put in different nouns, and this could be about anything. I'm not, I'm not getting sucked into this. Then I did. Challenge accepted. Okay, well, normally when I travel and there's jet lag situation, as there currently Margo Witnessed. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to pull over. And then Laura was like, that resistance was like the end of the range of the daily thingy. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so mother things and using your whole brain. And I was using like little tiny sliver of my brain. Yes. Happening, which I would say seems like three hours or more of time change. I think... Like, East to do half of a Benadryl and half of a milligram. There's, like, there's like some new research on Benadryl. I forget the name of the uh, mm-hmm. in the episode that will never air. Yep. <laughs> but, so that's, like, pick some up on my trip here in Ohio. And I got a liquid. Either I'm way more tired or the liquid is, like, way more effective. Potent, yeah. I was, like, maybe because it's. So I know, like, a liquid, sometimes it can absorb in, like, the blood vessels in your tongue. But I was like, maybe we should have a lot more liquid things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never change time. And so, so it, when I woke up to run this morning, it said 3.30, and I was like, I'm the least. Yeah, that's fair. That's like, if you would have had to pick a time, like, 3.30 a.m. 3.30 is definitely. Not fascination. Well, my current political fascination is with the Democratic debates happening all over idea and plan of like Medicare for all and what that would mean. Can you keep your private insurance? And which is always interesting to watch and none of it makes any sense and none of it will actually work and none of it would pass up with their uh, most ideal version of themselves and then try to out left each other. <laughs> and then I'm, I, I'm trying to win the Republicans. And so then, I'm going to be sent- crazy, crazy left. Hmm. So, so yeah, that's, that's super. No, yeah, 2016 we're all now. Yeah, everybody's everybody's getting on that bandwagon. Everybody's so we feeling the burn. Yeah, on even further left. And we started. We've started to genuinely consider if people can be presidents in their 80s. Theoretically. Theoretically, they'd have to be pretty spry. Yeah, I'd be a little. 
president and be 80. It's just been a while. <laughs> and in other countries. Oh. I don't know. Google oldest president. What do you think I'm Googling? Oldest president, United States. I did that. Ronald Reagan was 73 days old at the time of his election to a seven, second, second term. term. So. Why don't they just tell him how old, tell us how the day he's inaugurated is going to be later. Right. So let's say he was about 77, though. Yeah. Like, this is someone who's going to decide if we nuke someone or not. Yeah. 77? Yeah. You're, like, losing brain matter. Nope. Oh, yeah, no. Nope. They nope. can drink a lot more, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for listening to Bad Patienting. <laughs> thanks for listening to Bad Patient. Like, share, and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends. And if you have any questions or comments, you can always uh, tweet us at the Bad Patient and... Uh, uh, send us an email at hello at the bad patient. Dot com. Dot com. Uh, that's enough bad patient. <laughs> <laughs>